listening to What's up, all you Freight Alley cats watching live and in living color on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Chad Brevos for the first time ever on LinkedIn. And buddy, welcome back. The man, the myth, the legend. It is Chad Prevost. I know you went on a cruise. Took you about a couple weeks to get back. Rumor has it you were on the Titanic. It wasn't my time yet, Dooner. No, I wasn't on the uh, Titanic, but I tell you what, like looking out of the Met blue Mediterranean Sea from my state, yeah. my, my balcony, there were times where I was tempted just to jump in and Whoa. see how long it might take them to realize they had a man overboard. Man overboard. Uh, would you die? I think you would die if you jumped off, right? <laughs> of course. Man. Okay, well, um, what was the best part of the trip, though? You see any good ports? You get any nice port like porn going on? You get any nice photographs or anything? <laughs> Yeah, we saw some pretty cool places. One I would recommend uh, you go to is Mykonos, Ooh. Greece. That's really pretty. You could spend yeah. a few days there. Dubrovnik, where they filmed some Game of Thrones. Mm. You know, did you know, Dooner, that this yeah. was they, they were way ahead there at Dubrovnik. Uh, they, they were they were forming something of a democracy, a huh. kind of a city-state there as early as the 1300s. You know, everything I learned about Eastern Europe is from action movies, so my perspective <laughs> on it is always like high-speed chases down cobblestone streets and, okay. and nondescript, well. like, terrorists trying to steal plutonium and yeah stuff. this was a really amazing uh city-state democracy they had they they, they would have 50 elders mm. in charge of the city wow. they, everybody had to be over 40 yeah and the person in charge had to be over 50 and he only held that position for one month mm. at a time so not a meritocracy well wow. well i'm glad right. to have you back yeah, you know thanks, and thanks. special thank Good you special thank you to your fill-in host the sultan of sonar zach strickland yeah um well emily zinc yeah and kevin Ke- king kevin of the hill, hill. Just thank you, thank you for for like keeping keeping the 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 fort rowing, the fires tended rowing the boat. Yes, I stoking mean the fires. It seems like things have done nothing but continue to grow. Yeah. Well, we also have a new feature here, right? We now have a monitor on the comments, so tell our listeners that we they can get interactive. Yeah, uh, we'll definitely get into those uh, right before uh, comment section rodeo. Keep them coming, especially on the YouTube channel. We are looking for your comments. Let us know how we can, you know, interact with you right now. Chad, but you know how we do it around here. First, we got to pay the bills. Oh, and I love these guys. I love these guys, and I am more than happy to do this read. A little cowbell for it for uh, for Kate. Triumph Pay is the leading carrier payment platform in transportation. With over 50,000 carriers paid, Triumph Pay helps to drive capacity, efficiency, and cash flow for brokers and shippers. Visit TriumphPay.com to learn more. Live from the news desk in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Breaking news, Chad. As the trade turns, Donald Trump tweeted the following this afternoon on Twitter. And this is the beauty of being live. We don't have to adjust anything. We just found this out. We're able to read yeah. it right out. Here's here's his tweet. I think it was at 126. He writes... Our representative have just returned from China where they had constructive talks having to do with a future trade deal. Seems good so far. We thought we (laughs) we thought we had a deal with China three months ago, but sadly, China decided to renegotiate the deal prior to signing. More recently, China agreed to buy agricultural product from the U.S. in large quantities, but did not do so. Additionally, my friend, President Xi, said that he would stop the sale of fentanyl to the United States. This never happened. And many Americans continue to die. Trade talks. <laughs> that's kind of random. Trade talks are continuing. And during the talks, 
The U.S. will start on September 1st, putting a small additional tariff of 10% on the remaining $300 billion of goods and products coming from China into our country. This does not include the $250 billion already tariffed at 25%. And on that news, Chad, oil is down 6% and the Dow is down 200 points. But Bitcoin, back up over 10,000. <laughs> well, the timing of all of that certainly is curious, especially right after the rate cut, Dooner. It seems yeah. like U- U.S. ag is still a major sticking point. Yeah. This is a developing story. Yeah, you know, and China fired back and they said, we have bought a ton of pork bellies and soybeans from you recently. So I'm not sure. We don't know enough to really speculate too much further. Yeah. But just another day in the life of, uh, of I guess, that presidency, right? The social media Tweet bomb. Social media policy. Well, in other news, California trucking school. Hold on a second. Let's throw a little headline bumper in there. Oh, sure. If I can ever find it. I don't know. I can't find it. All right, just go. Oh, here it is. Glad we got that in there. Yeah. California trucking school owner pleads guilty to $4.2 million scam to defraud Veteran Affairs Department. Mm. The owner of a Chatsworth, California-based truck driving school pleaded guilty to five counts of wire fraud in federal court on July 29th, admitting he participated in a scam to bilk the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs out of more than $4 million, Dooner. Wow. Court documents allege that Emmett Marshall, 52, owner of the Alliance School of Trucking, along with his co-defendant Robert Wagner, 56, who served as the school's director, recruited eligible veterans under the post-9-11 GI Bill. Marshall and Wagner convinced veterans to enroll in their school by telling them they could collect housing and other fees from the VA without attending the programs. According to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Central District of California, Marshall told Freight Waves on July 31st that his trucking school is still open for business, but is no longer accepting veterans as students. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, the the vast majority of veterans that were enrolled at AST did not attend any portion of the programs the trucking school offered. It's, you know, it's almost like a student athlete or something at a big <laughs> school. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it, the safe, there's a, there's a 160-hour tractor trailer and safety class, a 600-hour select driver development program. Marshall and Wagner created and submitted fraudulent enrollment certifications, according to the plea agreement. Not cool, dude. Not cool. No. Well, Vice President's comments about workhorse securing funds to buy GM plant were premature. Now, I was out in Youngstown, in Lordstown area, looking yep. at that GM plant. Well, first, it was President Trump who tweeted about Workhorse Group Inc. possibly buying the closed General Moore's Lordstown Assembly Complex in Ohio. Now, Vice President Mike Pence is declaring the funds to buy, is declaring the, the funds to buy the plants that were already secured. Not so fast. Not so fast. Trump, in his May 8th tweet, nor Pence in comments during a visit to Ohio on Tuesday, July 20, got the details right. GM is exclusively negotiating a sale of the plant to a group led by Workhorse founder Steve Barnes. I've met him. Steve Burns. But Burns, who stepped down as CEO of Workforce in February, does not yet have the estimated $300 million needed to purchase the plant, according to GM spokesman Jim Kane. Okay, well, I mean, he should. It's jump change, right? Dooner, either way, the high-profile attention of Lordstown's future ahead of the 2020 presidential election is doing wonders for workhorse. Yeah, it was up 600% their their, their stock. Boom. Yeah. Uh, DOT issues $478 million in airport infrastructure grants. Mm. The U.S. Department of Transportation 
announced Wednesday, July 31st, that was just yesterday, that it will award $478 million in airport infrastructure grants to 232 airports in 43 straight states and Puerto Rico, which is good because the airports need a lot of help, man. Yeah. I just dealt with them. They're, it's, they're very inefficient. The award is the fourth allotment of grants issued under the federal, the FAA, Airport Improvement Program, which is funded by taxes on passenger tickets and cargo waybills. All told, U.S. airports have received $3.18 billion in federal funding during fiscal year 2019, which ends on September 30th. Show me the infrastructure money. <laughs> airports receive a certain amount of entitlement funding from the program each year based on activity levels and project needs. There's a lot of needs as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. If an airport's capital project needs exceeds its available entitlement funds, they do seem entitled, yeah. the FAA can supplement its entitlements with discretionary funding. Yeah, I mean, the money's going to good things, though. The projects include runway reconstruction and rehabilitation, oh, yeah. construction of firefighting facilities and the maintenance of taxiways, aprons, and terminals. But did you know this, right? So U.S. airport infrastructure consists of, anyone want to guess online? Anyone want to guess in the comments? Give you one, two, three, four, five seconds. 3,332 airports and 5,000 paved runways. That's some wingspan, Chad. Wingspan. Yeah. All right, man. So now we got okay. very lovely man. Interviewed him for Freightways Insiders. will be on an upcoming episode. He's going to be on Freightways Radio this weekend. Yes. It is Kyle Littner. We are going to be talking Freight's future. Kyle Littner, come on in. Gentlemen, five, count of five. Five, five, five good, good minutes. minutes. Five good minutes with Kyle. Yeah, put on your cans, man. Yeah, I'll do it. I almost having deja vu, and I love it. I love it. Show the audience what you just walked in here holding in your uh, hand. If all of you can see, this beautiful device is a BlackBerry. The last wow. BlackBerry user in America, and we're here to talk to you. He's being the last yeah. BlackBerry user. <laughs> he's so old school, he's new school. No, Kyle is from uh, K-Ratio. Yep. Yeah, you guys are uh, in. A, you're based out of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. We're in Chicago, yeah. North Side, Ravenswood. For those who know, what do you guys do? Looking very stylish. Oh, you're uh, dapper. Yeah. The easier question is what we don't do because yeah. it's very small. Um, <laughs> no, so we are a registered CTA, and uh, what we do is service shippers, carriers, three PLs for risk management services inside of Freight Futures. Nice. And Freight Futures are wonderful. Yeah, uh, they are. <laughs> you know, the future is so bright. I gotta uh, wear shades. Uh, oh my go. gosh. You need yeah. it too. Yeah. These are kind of Especially wow. these bright lights. Yeah, they are. Um, freight futures are a risk management tool to take risk off of a company's books and place it into the marketplace where it disappears on someone else's books. Uh-huh. Uh, really what it is is a way for shippers to uh, fix their spend and a way for carriers to fix their revenues. And no truck will ever hit the dock, right? Ever, ever, right. ever. Yeah. We've Some interviewed a few times today, no. so I gotta, we got to, we got to, because you only have Zero five trucks. minutes. No trucks. So what do you ever. use these for? What is the, what's the device? So Chad goes out and he goes, let's use the example. So a, a contract just sold, 25 contracts are $1,000 right. each. They, they sold in November, right? Right. Uh, uh, November and October, LA to Dallas, 25 each. So 50,000 miles total traded uh, on that lane for two months. So Chad bought that. It's $2.10. What, what does that mean for him? That means for Chad, he now knows what the price of his transportation spend on LA to Dallas in that month of November will be. No matter yes. what happens, if the earth splits open and California separates from the, uh, the continental U.S., Chad's still paying two ten a mile. I mean, I, I'd feel bad for them, but I would definitely hold on to what, what I had uh, hedged, you know, uh, so, well, let's, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. Uh, Kyle, <clears throat> right now let's pretend Dooner's a carrier okay. and let's pretend I'm a shipper. Let, sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I won't name names. I'll just pretend I'm a big 
big shipper. Mm-hmm. And he can be a big carrier. A right. small carrier. Right. He can yeah, be any anyone. kind of carrier. Right. right now, who do you want to talk to? Both. <laughs> yeah. You, no. you no, need both, really, right? We do. We do. No, well, you need a buyer really, for every seller, so we need both. Who are you really parties. talking right to right now? now? Uh, it is extremely important for shippers. So shipper Chad, I think it's more me. important for yeah. you than carrier Tim. I'm sorry. Yeah. But given where we are in the rate cycle, yeah. everything's very cheap. It's more advantageous for you to keep that going moving forward. Right, right. And this uh, is a hedge, right? This is a right, hedge against right. market volatility. Because I mean, that's what f- futures don't work without volatility. We've all seen right. the movie Trading Spaces. They trade the orange futures there. And that's a speculation against the market. Right. Yeah. And most people aren't actually buying orange concentrate, just like a truck's not going to your dock. Right. So with any futures market, we have hedgers and speculators. And speculators are seeking financial gain. They just want to profit on that movement. But if you're a hedger, that means you're a legitimate end user of the product. And what you don't want is that volatility. You're yeah. trying to eliminate that volatility. And that's what this tool is meant for. But I have a contract with Chad. Right. I'm a shipper. I have a contract. He is supposed to pull my freight for $1.90. Is this a, a freight contract? So yeah, it's paper it's a, rates? It's a freight <laughs> contract. Sure it is. It's, Ironclad. But this yeah, is no. not about contracts. No. no. Right? Well, in a sense, it is, right? Because it's insulation against the the uh, the non-existence or the sort of fakeness of the contracts right. that exist in our industry. So in the futures world, everything is binding. No matter what you do, you cannot fail. And in the event some rare occurrence happens that a company did fail, the exchange guarantees all trades. So there's zero counterparty risk. Yeah. Meaning that... If you agree to a trade in the futures market, you are agreeing and you are meeting that obligation. So Chad can say, I know what I'm spending, and Tim can say, I know what I'm getting. So am I so Chad has this contract for two ten though, right? right? So if the spot market tender rejects are going up, the spot market is now at two dollars and fifty cents. Right. Does he still is he still getting freight for two ten or does he have to go with his carriers? How does it work? How does that work? What will happen is I think uh, spot marking starts st- spot starts to happen right materialize it, out of that's that. exactly right. And then what will happen is it, it, Chad will have to go and he'll still use the same carriers because again there are no trucks in this. Yeah, uh, he'll pay two fifty, and that's what he'll pay the carrier to move it. But his futures account will gain forty cents a mile inside of it. So. All of those gains offset his increased real-world spend. Nice. What you pay in the market is what you will pay in the real world, effectively. What would... I know right now we're in the fledgling, we're at the beginning of the the futures. Uh, what would... You know, I, I know that we can't predict mm-hmm. the future. That's the point of the futures, but... Yeah. What would is there a tipping point? Is there is there is there something that you could see that could, like, happen and then suddenly... There's like a lot of movement. Yeah. Uh, it's, there's not enough liquidity until there is. And then everyone jumps in the pool. And that's what happens. Okay. So the way it'll probably work is we'll have an aha moment for all shippers. And it'll be when company A hedges and rates move higher and they can go on their earnings call and say, hey, we beat estimates mm. because our transportation spend was 8% lower than our rivals. Oh, and now their rivals have to go back to the board who says, why aren't we using this? Why are we now either losing market share or eating profits because we don't want to pass along the increased cost to our customers. You know, now we're beginning to lose out in the same product. Uh, you know, it might be the same type of cola. <laughs> if you're a beverage company <laughs> right. A and beverage company right. B, you know, you want to get who's in the middle. You have your loyal drinkers of one and your loyal drinkers of the other. And in the middle are people who just buy what's cheapest. So if you can lower your cost on the shelf because your transportation spend was lower, it's kind of a no-brainer. Now, in order to to succeed in this market, what kind of data points are our customers using to understand if it's a good idea? How do they know that in November two ten is a great price? And maybe maybe 
maybe just knowing that 210 is the price is right. is enough for some people. But yeah, most want more certainty. And yeah. I think certainty comes with knowledge. And for freight, the way to gain knowledge, uh, in my opinion, is through sonar. Oh, wow. I, I think the data sets that sonar provides are unique. You heard it here. <laughs> ringing endorsement. <laughs> but they are. Yeah. You know, there is nowhere else you can go and find yeah. things little, like... Little cowbell for sonar. <laughs> well, interesting. You're saying this, and, and yeah. K&L, you guys also do your own data... Uh, we do, right? And yeah, we are big so, uh, sonar users ourselves. So, so what's uh, why? Why are you guys uh, invested in the freight futures uh, such as you are? Well, so an intermediary or a three PL can get involved in futures as well, and it makes mm-hmm. sense to them because obviously every three PL wants higher revenues, which you can get through futures. They also want lower expenses, just like a shipper does, which you can get through futures. So, mm-hmm. uh, K Ratio's sister company is KLFM, which is a twenty-three year old three uh, PL based in Chicago, and. We at K-Ratio service the risk of KLFM, just like any other company would. And part of our analysis mm, of what goes on, okay. not just from a market standpoint, but from an operational freight movement standpoint, is through Sonar. Kyle, before you go, let's have a little Bears freight future. <laughs> what's, their good, what's their record this season? Uh, well, it's obviously 16-0. I mean, do you see a loss on the schedule? All right. Are they going to end up like the Patriots, or are they going to end up 18-1? and one? No, it'll, oh, be, uh, all right. it'll be all the way through wire-to-wire. He'll be Super the first Bears, Super Bowl, Super Bowl Bears, Super Bowl. First Mitch ever, right. Look out! Wow. I get to ring it, yeah, right? You get to ring I, it. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's gonna be like a market opening. Goodness, bold right, Kyle, prediction, they... bold cowbell. Before you walk out of here, how yeah. do they find out more about? Easiest place is the website. I would go to k-ratio.com. All right, dial it up on your BlackBerry, your iPhone, <laughs> your uh, Nokia flip phone, your Sidekick, yeah. whatever you're still get using. The razor out, there. out. Yep, the razor. <laughs> Take it easy, Kyle. Thank you, guys. Fantastic. Thanks, Kyle. Oh man, so Kyle Chad, Lidner. Chad, this is a, this one is a long time coming. It's the showcase of the immortals. <laughs> it is the two what the truck originals in the same booth at the same time together again, reunited, and it feels so good. People were thinking that you might be the same person. What's wow. not true? You didn't die on the Titanic, I and you're didn't. not the same person. In fact, you're back to Defender. And I wasn't in Colorado as JP seems to have We should do that thing from like Face Off where I pull, I'm Chad and yeah. he's actually me. <laughs> it's been like that the whole Good time. Good to have you in here, JP. Are you guys ready wow. to play a little? Earnings over under. Boom. <sighs> Boom. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> have you been doing some stretches? Uh, Stretching wait, your wait, mental? I, I was supposed to stretch? You, okay, you. I'm, I'm going to pull something. This might not be fair because you write half of these things. But, I know. But, well, you know what? That's the perks of that. That's the advantage you get for you could write them too. They might not get published on <laughs> FreightWaves.com, but you can write them in your spare time. Um, you can listen to on these. That's uh, true. Actually, you at one point you were a uh, a prolific writer on FreightWaves, weren't you? I I, I don't know. We got to find that chat. It depends. How, you def- how do you define <laughs> prolific? I don't know. How many articles a week is prolific? Uh, I mean, no, it was... He, me, I mean Chad, me, and Brian Strait. That's that was like the the three amigos way back in the day. Yeah, way back. way back. Well, we're not here to reminisce. We're here for a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> JP, uh, Wisconsin-based Oshkosh, not the pants company. They are an American industrial company that designs and builds specialty trucks, military vehicles, truck bodies, airport fire apparatus, apparatuses, and access equipment. EPS over under two thirty-seven. I'm going to take the under. All right. I think they were slightly under their projections. No, they were over. Gosh, gosh, my gosh, 272. The gosh. They reported a higher fiscal third quarter net income revenue and operating income before the market opened on Thursday, August 1st, 
primarily due to its fire and emergency equipment business offsetting a lower defense segment results. Hmm. Huh. You stalemated each other. <laughs> Funny how that works. All right, Chad. Oh, yes, dear. Trimble Inc., Sunnyville, California, developer of global navigation satellite systems, receivers, laser range fighters, unmanned aerial vehicles, navigation systems, and software processing tools. Earnings per share over under 54 cents. I'm going to go... I mean, okay, so you're not going to say, like, did they beat expectations or what? It's what are you talking about? Earnings per share is expectations. Yeah, 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 54 yeah. cents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say sl- uh, under. Under. Okay. I'm going to say over. Yes! They were under. They were 53 cents. They were a penny short of estimates. <laughs> but but they were two cents higher than the second quarter of 2018. So why, oh, why? Not so bad, right? All right. You guys familiar with Trimble at all? Uh, yeah, here we are. I've been to their user conference. Yeah. Well, they, they attributed... One Trimble. They, they attributed the slight year-over-year earnings increase to overall revenue growth, which was offset by higher interest expenses and a higher tax rate. Company leaders see the second quarter results as a win, though, given current market ambiguity. Do you agree? I believe it's only one cent off. You that, know. that sentence was... Amb- yeah, I mean, they sell a lot of software to industrial companies, so if yeah. those companies don't do well, I could see that... Uh, the outlook for them could be ambiguous. All right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, Chad's up. one nothing. JP, you get to lead this one off. Semi-trailer builder Wabash National Corporation. Earnings per share, 48 cents. They almost always miss. I'm just going to go come out there and say it's. I'm going to go under. All right. Over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You are a uh, master at this game, Chad. You were up two nothing. Body blow. They were. Yeah. You know what? And they were over well at fifty six cents. So eight cents over. Wabash actually they reported all time record second quarter revenue. Wow! And Wash, its strongest Wabash, operating margin. So you picked the wrong day to wa- to Wabash Wabash. <laughs> <laughs> they sure did. Yeah, there were so many trailer orders last year. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah. Record all time. So good for them, right? Strongest operating margin in two years. Not- Chad? Whoops. Yeah. Sorry, Wabash. C.H. Robinson. Oh, they're JP the largest. This one. They're the largest North American <clears throat> third party logistics provider. Yeah. Earnings per share, $1.21. Over. Over by one cent. Keep it interesting. I'm going to give her the tiebreaker on point. No, that is <laughs> was, not fair. No, right, so they did 122, which is uh, very interesting. So the 3PL, whose largest business unit is in truckload brokerage, scraped out a beat on uh, 8.6 percentage lower gross revenues, driven by lower pricing across most per- most transportation. And he wrote that lines. article. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm reading his words. <laughs> scraped out a beat. Yeah. So you know what? It's almost like. So you know when you you gamble you, you gamble against the spread or with the spread, and it's usually really close, like in in NFL football. How do these speculators get so close with some of these earnings per share where they're just like a penny off? So I think uh, basically what happened was um, C.H. Robinson did not make that much money, but they bought back their own shares yeah. to lower the number of shares and thus increase the earnings per share to hit the target. I think that's that's kind of how. That's it how they. Gamed the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Game the system of thrones. But it doesn't really matter to an investor, right? If you're holding yeah. stock. Yeah. No. That's right. a good value, right? You're investing in your own company. Right? I guess. 
right. You guys tell me. I don't know. I don't know. Well, XBO bought back a lot of their stock yeah, so when after that Amazon. Yeah, thing. so what that means is everyone who holds some of their stock now owns slightly more of the company overall. So their shares should be, in theory, should be worth more. Makes them happy. Yeah, okay. Makes them happy. All right. Okay. Well, JP. Okay. You might be mathematically eliminated, but we're, but, but we're still going to play. Multimodal supply chain solutions provider Hub Group earnings per share 74 cents. Under. Over. Jeez, Chad, you have come back strong. I should have four. <laughs> four to I four could have just two. matched him, too, right? Four to two. Uh, Truck brokerage revenue declined 7% year over year to $107.1 million. The division saw an 18% increase in loads moved, but that was more than offset by fuel headwinds. Softer pricing and freight mix, which were a 25% drag in that period. The lesson truckload brokerage business, K-Stack, was noted as the driver of unfavorable revenue mix in the okay. press Well, I Wait, mean, so JP- do, they, do they go over or do they go under? They were under. No, they were over. Sorry, they, they were, were over. over. They were, okay. I know. That, yeah, didn't didn't that read kind of negatively? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. did read like, kind of negatively. Like, <laughs> JP's got his, you know, he's he's writing one of these articles after another. Yeah. He's going deep. I'm, I'm able to kind of go wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do yeah. go wide. You're sitting so, on the mountaintop yeah. surveying <laughs> the industry from, from Olympus. All right. Well, I'm, I'll give you guys a bonus one just before you leave, just for fun. Oh, okay. You, you just got back from Mount Olympus. He did. Uh, I, did you uh, climb it? I'd, oh, v- did they confuse you Olympic? for a Greek god? I did not go up Vesuvius. Oh, so, I guess I guess no. The Acropolis uh, so, is the, different than the Olympus. Yeah, Watch right, but I, I had I did have a chance to go to Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sudden death. Even though there's no sudden death, but before we we okay. slit your throat and get you out of here, it's Fitbit. Sorry, Fitbit. Chad. <laughs> Fitbit earnings per share negative twenty five cents. Well, that sounds about about. Um, I think they they. Wait, I think they missed. The, 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 oh, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, you want to like, I mean, hey, you get it. Uh, let's say over. All right. I'm pretty sure that the stock went down, but I don't remember. I don't, I don't but I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. Okay. I'm going to say under. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was uh, over. There were only uh, negative 22 cents. Oh, 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 oh man. man. Well, that's all, all right. right. You know, Chad is a fierce competitor. Yeah, that's good, dude. I should have followed my own advice. I mean, right? Like 75% of earnings reports are beats. I know. He looks unassuming. <laughs> he looks unassuming, but he's a Wall Street shark. He is a Wall Street shark. <clears throat> All right. Is, anyway. um, I think uh, we're going to be talking about some Freightways Live if Arlen is out there. Does anybody see him? All right, let's do it. Hey, JP, great to have you back in oh, the booth. Let's dude, do thanks this for again. having me, guys. Good to see you. Welcome right. back, man. Thanks. Let's have uh, Kirk Purcell come in here then. Maybe I don't know where Arlen is at the moment. <laughs> we'll have Kirk come in. Okay. No Arlen. Yeah. Okay. But we're going to play Arlen's favorite song for Kirk, which is Come on, Mr. Kirk. Come on, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Come on, our USS Enterprise, the USSS WTT. Hello, it's What the Truck. Put on those cans, man. The blockchain. Put them on and take it off, man. We're starting to get mellow. Blockchain. Let's make it digital. Let's make it digital. Let's make it digital. Time to get digital. Kirk, introduce yourself, sir. Great to have you on, Kirk. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Kirk Purcell. Kirk Purcell. Uh, Vice President, Customer Success mm-hmm. at Freightways here. What well, does that mean? How do you make uh, our customers successful? I make them happy and, and uh, comfortable. 
Well, that is a very important role to be playing. I know that you came in after we had a lot of a lot of salespeople. Sonar was thriving. We needed someone to make the customers happy, to keep them happy. Right now, you guys are working, I know, on what we call SaaS integration, right? Sounds complicated. Probably is. What What are the challenges involved in SaaS integration? So when you think about the process, so I so when we when we talk integration, we're talking about data, right? The underlying data. Yes. So um, a lot of you know when you're working with the UI, uh, you're kind of working with a, a fixed user interface. The, the user interface. So the Sonar platform, you log in, you can interact with the charts and graphs, um, and it's you know it's easy to to move around within the platform. Uh, when you when you think of of especially large organizations really take uh, advantage of the value of that information. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of times you have to customize that to, to fit your own business model. So when we talk about integration, it's getting access to the underlying data, kind of building that into your internal process uh, and mm. uh, customizing, basically customizing uh, that data. Tailoring it, customizing tailoring. it yes. for a given customer, keeping them all the more happy. Well, uh, is, it, is that difficult? Is that challenging? Yeah, you know, it's what makes this job really, really fun and exciting is every interaction is yeah. something new. I see. Well, when I was working for a 4PL last year, we did a lot of TMS integration. And I remember one of the biggest hurdles that we would have is that we almost had to act like a, a life coach for the tech side of people's supply chains to, <laughs> to, no, to allow them yeah. to, 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 because it's more than just bringing, it's not, it's more than just paying for software. It's about, training and teaching people to use it and letting them know how to how they can make results actionable and all of those kind of things. So do you do you find the same kind of hurdles that you're facing where you have to ease people into it and really show them how it can be customized to their own interfaces? Yeah, and in you know the the, the life coach aspect yeah. uh, is very applicable and it's almost like like I I tell a lot of people it's almost like you you're you're creating a vision. You know, you're you're basically selling a concept to someone yeah. yeah and when you think of like just throwing a, a pile of data in front of someone yeah uh, it's not always lo- not everyone everyone can make that next logical step of knowing exactly what i'm going to do with it so um you know in my experience i had the benefit of you know being on the commercial side of the business but i also mm-hmm. did a lot on the data side so um so it's talking to the operators of the business and the the engineers and the data guys in the back room and a lot of times these guys don't interact even within uh you know someone's own company yeah those guys are always talking together so you have to uh kind of paint a vision of uh from an operation it's like how what's the practical application of this data yeah uh how are we going to use this on a day-to-day basis and then the 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 data guys and the engineers in the in the back room have to understand how to apply that data and kind of manipulate the data in a way that it fits uh fits the business model well, uh, do, do you like? Do you have to keep up with like? Do you kind of give them a rating of their PMA? Positive mental attitude. Ooh. Ooh. Is that <laughs> is that from all your philosophy? He reads a lot of. Philo- Wait. Did you know he's a doctor, by the way, Doctor Chad? Wait, let, let, me, let me write this down. Well, hey, you get yeah. a positive mental attitude. Positive mental. PMA score. Your, your attitude as a life coach. Besides, your latitude is, is something people say, correct? Your, yes, or I think your you latitude, say it. or your attitude decides <laughs> your attitude. Um, rising tide lifts all the boats or a rising boat lifts something you know you know the 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 best uh the 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 thing that i like most is when the operational guys and the data guys kind of come together you know it's like when that when they come together and they both understand each other and they know exactly what they want to do with it and then then and then that 
you know, then it's then I just kind of glide through the, the rest and then of the your process. job is yeah, done. my job is done. Superman. Captain Kirk. Yeah, yeah. Captain Kirk. Apparently <laughs> nobody really heard you because you're you're kind of low. I just got Oh, you know, we're we get, live. We get to we get to hear a little bit of uh things. Uh, Chad's supposed to be monitoring this feed. I am. We're not getting any comments so far on YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. But uh, yeah. yeah. Anything else to leave us with? So if someone wants, if someone's interested in Sonar and needs to integrate into their platform, how will they go about getting in touch with you and getting uh, integrated into the program? Yeah, so any, uh, you know, reaching out via um, the website, uh, contacting Sonar. uh, Yeah. That puts us in contact with the sales team. Uh, If there's any interest at all in integration uh, with uh, access to the raw data that feeds Sonar, um, getting into contact with basically anyone on the sales side of, of Sonar will eventually kind of, uh, those roads lead to me, and I'd be happy to talk with anyone. Wow. He will help customize your UI and give you a higher PMA. All yes. right. Thank All right, you. Thank All you right. for joining All us. All right. Thank you. thank you, Kirk. Keep it up, man. Send in that dark cloud over Good there. Stone PMA. cold Nick Austin. Time for a little while. Let's find out what the weather is. I know there's been some hurricanes brewing. Fast-paced forecast. Hello, Stone Cold. Lovely, lovely baby blue shorts as (laughs) well. well. A powder blue. Look like you just came out of the birth canal of life, of weather. (laughs) Well, tell us what uh, we, we have a developing situation. We've got storms. Yeah, we do. Hawaii Two. is under threat. There's no earthly way of knowing which direction the wind is blowing. Or Willy Wonka. Oh, <laughs> I like was that it. from that movie? Really? Yeah, when he when they oh. go on the boat ride and it gets all scary and all trippy. I don't remember Not that. Not the terrible part. remake. The the original. I don't remember Gene that Wilder. part. Well, you should watch Was it. That in the oh, I will have to go back book. and watch yeah. it. Anywho, all right. So, uh, so uh, Hawaii is under not one but two possible threats, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, you could say they're under the gun, as the saying goes. We're not talking about a direct hit. It's not going to be total chaos, but a little bit of trouble in paradise. Yeah. With a couple of storms, there's a hurricane that's getting close. Um, hurricane Eric with a K on the end. E R I C K. Oh, oh like, the, like a Viking. Like, like the Viking. Viking e R I C K. So but, um, that's got to be a tough one. Huh? Or the names don't always relate to the power. No, 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 no not like, necessarily. Like a name, they're just random. It could be very violent. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. there are Irene. Yeah, for instance. That, I mean, it just could come be... on, Irene. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like <laughs> or is that Eileen? I think it's I think Irene. It Irene. Yeah, stay on the road. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So these storms, a lot of these hurricanes have petered out, right? Uh, for, for good, you know, a lot of people aren't getting injured. There's not so much damage, not so much disruption by the storms. Right. It's more been the heat, right? That's been that's been more problematic. Um, this summer? Well, yeah, some parts of the lower 48, sure. Yeah. I mean, just up in the Northeast uh, earlier this week. Wow. There's parts um, other than the yeah. lower 48. And world. flooding, too. Oh, Chad Flooding from thunderstorms. Talking. I mean, so there's just all kinds of stuff. But Chad, well, uh, well, we were talking about Hawaii. What was the weather like when you were in uh, when you were in Europe? Most of the time, it was uh, it was delightful and not frightful. Very sunny. <laughs> we had uh, highs in the 80s. Kind of brutal if you're just right out in the middle of it. But yeah. I tell you, the one day that my wife was really excited about going to Florence, halfway through it, we were eating about, I'd say about 11 o'clock. We're eating at a cafe, and we hear a rumble. And she says, is that thunder? Oh. It's like, no. It was your stomach. Not, no. <laughs> so we hear it again, and I was like, "I think it's construction, or maybe a Shakespeare play, or yeah. something." I, 
heard it again. And then I was like, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And half the day it rained. Yeah. In Florence. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. kind of nice. That's romantic. Actually, it kind of was at first. Yeah. It felt like a Woody Allen film a little bit. Did you have a Freight Waves umbrella with you? I did, and that really saved the day. Mm. So, what else is going on in the world of weather? Uh, so, besides, um, you, there's some, uh, there's some. Well, what, what's happening in Southern Florida? Well, can I can I go back to Hawaii just for a minute? Because yeah. there could be fl- there's a good chance there will be some flooding there. Yeah, um, the storm's going to pass south of Hawaii, but. The Big Island, as they the call big it, which is where Hilo is. Yes, there could be some flash flooding. So that's going to be a problem in the next couple of days. So I just want to mention Should they that. seek higher ground? Yeah, I'd say that'd be a good idea. Where the volcanoes yeah. are? Yeah. Sure. Hey, you know what? If you are on YouTube right now, after the show is done, go look at the sizzle reel, though, and you're going to see, you're going to be like, what the hell? Isn't that the guy, the star of the new weather show on, on FWTV? Uh, have you have you seen the sizzle reel? Star? I don't know if I go that far. Yeah. But, you know, I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. modest. But, uh, yeah. This is absolutely a huge deal. What was the next thing that you just asked me about? Where else is it flooding? Mm. Um, oh, well, Florida this weekend. Oh, okay. South Florida, there could be a trouble... There could be trouble a brewing, as they say, not a full fledged, you know, hurricane or tropical system. But there's going to be what they call a little wave yeah. moving across the state. So okay. possibly all weekend, there's going to be heavy rain off and on, a lot of flooding there. Um, so folks there should watch out. Any truckers that are going to be driving across South Florida. Yeah. Uh, just be aware of that as well. Um, where else is it going to be flooding? Um, I don't know. You don't that, have that, to make things that, up. That, that, that's really, that's going to be the big trouble spot, I think, this weekend. Yeah. So, Nick, yeah. I got to tell you something. I, I, did you see that, that tsunami, that tsunami wave pool I tweeted at you? Uh, yeah, I saw it on the news and I saw your tweet and yeah. everything. And, so in um, Manchuria, right? So, in Manchuria, yeah, there's a water park in Manchuria. Yeah. And the guy operating the wave pool, he drank a, you know, a few too many uh, cocktails. Oh, and he that decided to turn the wave pool up to 11. And uh, it just there were there were more concussions in the NFL playoffs during that thing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it looked pretty bad. I saw people with cuts and bruises on yeah. stuff too, and they were bleeding. Was... No, they got wrecked. I mean, yeah. like there was a lot of people in the pool, yeah. and this wave was—I don't know do why they have, would have uh, a setting that fast. Do we have any listeners in Manchuria? I hope so. <laughs> Not in Mongolia yet. Are they candidates? Yeah. Oh, Denzel Washington, right? The Ooh, remake. Yep. The remake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, sleeper agent. Okay, Nick See you later, Austin. Nick. Oh, that's Thanks it. I'm for done. That's okay. Today's forecast. Yeah. Hey, no problem. All right. Thanks, guys. No problem. <laughs> what the hell? Like a dark Coming cloud soon. of fresh air. But you can see his weather reports every day on Freight Waves now. All right. I think Arlen's going to come down in a little bit with an announcement. We'll see if he makes it before we end the show. But in the meantime, let's hear it from our readers on the new and improved FreightWaves.com with a little thing we like to call. Move them out. All right, man. Bring them in. Yeah. All right, let's. This is from the article. Could trucking lower operational costs by matching tractors to trailers? What do you guys think? Well, what Tony thinks is (laughs) well, 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 seems like this idea will only put more money, money in the owner pocket once again, zero to the driver. Stay with your trailer. Ha ha. Sitting in D.C. docks for hours after hours, only to be told first two are free. Then when the third hour starts, pow, you unload in 45 minutes. Being tied to a trailer is crazy. 
what they should do is not dispatch a truck or a load until help. <laughs> what do you think? That was really good. What do you think, Chad? You think, that was really good reading. Excuse me there. Does he get a point? Yeah, especially the pow. I think he's trying to say uh, don't waste driver's time, right? Right. Yeah. And a lot of the times wasted, they should worry about. I think his, his point was that you're already like figure out a way not to waste driver's time before you're worrying about this other stuff. I think we all can respect that. Yeah. From Brother Theo on the <laughs> right. same topic, it definitely cuts repair and costs related to tire and peripherals losses, along with hostelry damages, yeah. which are on the rise generally. Still, big trucks are paired with drivers because needs associated with power in certain areas demand a vehicle-driver combination that is running or ready to run at all times. That leaves tractor-to-trailer pairing unlikely due to those areas where power is most important being primarily dominated by drop-and-hook facilities. Yeah. Okay. I like drop-and-hook. If I was a trucker, I would love drop-and-hook oh, because you can just yeah. drop it and go. Yeah. that's You know, on Freight All Kinds, I was, ta- I was talking to Molly Sizer. She's a female track trucking driver. She drives the pneumatic oh, yeah. trucks, not the sandboxes. One of the very few. One of the very few, like six out of a 1,000. And or yeah, or twenty five out of a thousand. I think she said so. It was about two point five percent female in that line. Very dangerous line of business. A lot of fatalities, like a hundred this year so far. And most of them happen because it's like really dark roads. There's no street lights. I mean, it's pitch black. There's sandstorms. Uh, there's people driving all different types of vehicles and different skill levels of drivers. So dangerous, dangerous line of work. But. She said that unlike regular drivers where being stuck in detention is the bane of their existence. They get paid to merge in that line of business. So after two hours, I believe she said, you start getting paid for when you have to wait. So she's like, yeah, pack a lunch, pack a dinner, pack a snack, pack a book, you know, binge watch a Netflix series. And they also, yeah. they also, she's, we touched on ELDs. They get an ELD exemption as well. It's That's the way it should be. I know. Right? Isn't it? Yes. Like you're out there at the fracking well. Yeah. Those things are kind of annoying. That constant like buzz of, of the fracking well sound. But, you know, you get some noise cancellation headphones. Yeah. And you're getting paid by the if, hour if to you sit got, there. If you got some Wi-Fi, binge watch a series. Yeah. Or hotspot your phone. If there's, I hope there's reception out there. Mm, yeah. Might not be. Maybe there's not, but you can read a book. You can choose your own adventure. That's Free All Kinds, by the way. Free All Kinds, new podcast series on here. We've done Crystal Meth. We've done Carnival Rides. We've done it all. Check it out. Freightways.com slash podcast. What else? Did, what does Bill say? What for, um... Yeah, we have, an, so this is from a source. So another motor carrier abruptly ceases operations amid the freight recession. Right. We've heard so much about it. And Bill, he says, how many more fail to the brokers keeping 30% off the top plus the FSC with no remorse and then want to charge back if you're late due to circumstances you cannot control like hours of service ship or taking too long to load? You, this needs immediate attention now, later, now, not later, now. Okay. <laughs> and, and Troy, along the same lines, I'm sick of hearing about the bloodbath of 2019 and freight recession. Did anyone actually believe the freight market of a year ago would just maintain indefinitely? Volumes and rates may be down from a year ago, but it simply righted itself. The ebb and flow of freight goes way back beyond a 12-month period. Mm. If you were managing your company and customers correctly, you were not closing your doors. Oh, so I guess he's talking about that cyclical cycle of freight? Yeah, I mean, he's right, right? I guess. I mean, if you... 
Maybe that's where some freight futures can help insulate some of these carriers against the market. They're getting, you know, they get chopped up in the spot market. People suddenly, oh, forgot out a contract. Yeah. Forgot out a contract with you. Oh, but they're not they're not ready to right now because things are so stable. Well, just wait. The cyclical cycle turns for all people. Yeah. I mean, it's an amazingly volatile market, and that's why freight futures is such a great thing. I can't wait until, you know, you can start doing some speculative trading on there. I would <laughs> love to because I, I really. Yeah. I like trading volatile things. That's why I trade Bitcoin because I just get bored trading like stocks. I'm not the guy who just sits on like S&P 500 and is happy with 9% return. I'd rather lose like 8% in the Bitcoin market than gain 17% and end up just zeroing it all out. That's that's how, that, that's how what gets me excited. All right. Well, to each their own. And uh, yeah, that works for you. Well, here's a counterpoint for Valerie. Okay. She says, because he was like, what is the freight recession? Well, what's happening? Sky's falling. Chicken little. He was kind of, you know, he was kind of saying, yeah. oh, everything will happen. Well, Valerie says, what about this? Not just California folks. This has a lot to do with the freight recession upon us that we are not acknowledging. Arrow trucking, Falcon Transport in Ohio, Williams Trucking in Alabama, ALA Trucking in Indiana, Lake Motors Express in Minnesota, Timmerman Starlight Trucking Inc. in California, Terrell Transportation Inc. in California. Those are all carriers who have gone down this year. Valerie really up on on the closures. She did, she, yeah. She's been doing her freight waves reading. Yeah. Let's leave this rodeo on a positive note, wow. Dooner. Y- you being hey, positive? I, I'm Woo! working on it each and every day. That My vacation PMA. has changed you. You climbed yeah. Mount Olympus, <laughs> Zeus hit you with a lightning bolt, Yeah, uh, and you were recharged. It was Vesuvius, I believe. Mm. Uh, here's one. Uh, Wait, didn't a terrible uh, like eruption happen there? Yeah. Or yeah. was that Pompeii? Or yeah, that, well, that's what happened to Pompeii from Vesuvius. Yeah, okay. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Uh, here's one from the article trucker awarded for helping at rainy incident of serious accident. S. Vahoni, yeah, Vahoni oh. says, yeah, he was praising for the willingness to stop, right? At yeah. Praising for his willingness drivers. to stop and help in the name of need for those drivers. That was Jim, this driver too. There's an article on our site and yeah. it was, uh, this driver, Jim Higginbottom of Oklahoma city, Oklahoma was recently named a highway angel by the Truckload Carriers Association. Oh. He helped two drivers when one T-boned the other. This lady was trying to do a U-turn. I believe it was late. She's trying to do a U-turn. Yeah. Knocked, ejected the driver of the car that got hit out of the car. Wow. Guy's laying in the middle of the road. Oh, my God. And if you got T-boned, I'm imagining, like, I don't know. Do you go through T-bones the passenger side door? T-bones I don't know. T-bones are bad. But this guy's lying in the middle of the road. He pulls the guy out of the road so he doesn't get run over. And then he goes and consoles the other person and who's going into shock, the lady who'd crashed into him. And, uh, yeah, so... Truck driver stopped over. It was awarded for his efforts. Truckers are great people. And this guy, you know, they know the road better than anybody. They're all over there. And he probably knew exactly how dangerous it would be for that guy to be lying in the middle of the street. People surprise you in good and bad ways. These are good ways. We're ending on a positive note. Yeah, I think. Are we going to, is Arlen going to come in or are we going to have to push him for next time? We're going to have to push him for next time. Yeah. Well, I guess we can touch just a little bit. We can touch just briefly on what he was going to talk about. He's going to talk about Freightways Live. Maybe we'll bring that in on Monday. There's some great announcements for it. We've mentioned it before. We got the Wolf of Wall Street coming on there. Those tickets go on sale. They go up every month. They just went up in August. So get them while they're hot. They're selling at an accelerated rate from when they were in Dallas. And Freightways Live, I think, is coming back to what, Atlanta next year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were there. We were there together. Remember, we drove in. It'll be, it won't be called Transparency. It'll be called Freightways Live. Spring edition. And we were right. dad rocking it out oh, to yeah. a little Metallica. Yeah. We drove that's... into that location. We braved those 
frightening streets of Atlanta? Yeah, they're, they're, those interstates are dangerous stuff out there, especially on, uh, I well, all of them. All of them. So just stay stay safe out there. Dooner, what else do we got going on? What are some shows you've talked about? Yeah. FAC. Yeah, Freight All Kinds. That's on podcast. If you go on FreightWaves.com slash podcast, you're going to find FreightWaves Insiders over there. You're going to find Freight All Kinds. Uh, FreightWaves Insiders is deep dive with industry professionals. We had the Schreiber, the CEO of Freightos on there. You're Matt, doing you're doing some radio show in, as well this yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, I am uh, now co-host on Sirius XM, FreightWaves Radio. Coming to you live this week with Craig Fuller. John Kingston will be back in the saddle the following week. All and, right. Uh, that'll yeah. be great. Tune in to, to Road Dog Trucking yeah. 146 Saturday from 3 to 5. Wow. You, you haven't lost it. And then <laughs> Kyle Littner. Kyle Littner, who is in here with us, he'll be joining us on that radio show. Um, this show, too, still a podcast. You can still hear the audio version at, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere. Podcasts are heard around the world. We're also on, as you just saw, LinkedIn. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And you know what? No one else is on YouTube. Freightways Now. You yeah. Got that on there. It's all it's yeah. all there. All the new Freightways TV stuff coming out. What do you do? Click subscribe and then what do you do? Bang the gumbo! Smash that bell so you get a notification every time a video comes up and they're coming up all the time. Must see TV. You saw that sizzle reel. And it was It was hot. Sizzling. It was hot, baby. Any plans for the weekend? You're just on vacation. You're going on another vacation. What are you doing for the week? Not yet. No, yeah. no plans yet. Yeah. Just, uh, just, um, I'm just going to be. Yeah. It's not about doing. It's about being. All right. What are you going to do? I got to do the radio show. I got to do the oh. radio show. And then I got to take the kids out. I might take the dog to Rock City if it's not too hot and humid. Rock City, we, uh, they, they one of the pet friendly locations. And if it is too gross, maybe we'll go back to the aquarium, get the membership there. Children's Discovery Museum, nice. one of those. Things. We did the boat cruise last weekend. Oh, it was like one of those things you just what, have to like do once. The the oh the big the, it's southern, like the southern bell, bell. Yeah. yeah. But I think it was not called... one of the ducks. They have the ducks too. Those amphibious yeah, vehicles. I mean, yeah, where from? I'm from Boston. We do all of our victory parades on those. So oh. we're very familiar with the millions and millions of duck boats from all the trophies that we constantly seem to. Win. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Chad. We don't feel bad for you, Chad. You ready to? Uh, where where are you going to find you? They find you at Chad Prevost. You can find me at Timothy Dooner. On the Twitter. Find me right here. Let's I'm right turn here. the key. Min the ignition. Bring it home. Get a Bang your cowbell for Kylie to her K-Ratio. Thank you for joining us today. Bang your cowbell for Morgan Hugh for running the live stream. Getting us up on LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And everywhere streaming videos are watched around the world. I heard if you go to Chili's Chad, you can even watch us on the order and screen exclusively on your table. Woo! You listen to one. The... Thank you, Cowbell, for Chattanooga. Thank you, Cowbell, for a cooler weather, man. It's a little humid today. Thank you, Cowbell, for subscribing to the show. And thank you, Cowbell, for leaving a review on iTunes. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. See you.